there's a lot to be said about depression and anxiety. Gosh, we all have these these mind states and these moods and these quote-unquote disorders and diseases and different things. And today, in the 2020s, it's 2021, more than ever, you know, a lot of people talk about depression and anxiety. Those are those are two big ones, and those are those are a real problem. And you know, again, I'm I'm not a doctor and I'm not a specialist, but I know that I've dealt with and continue to now and then have moments of, of that type of stuff. And I've been through doctors with medications and things, so I can speak from experience on some of that. And I know that I've spoken to a lot of people and worked with a lot of people, helping a lot of people with this type of thing and having a lot of discussions. I've done a lot of research and a lot of reading. I mean, a lot of uh, research and reading and, uh, um, you know, even classes and, and, uh, and seminars and different things on these on this subject. And I think I'm going to create a diagram. I'm probably going to do a video cast on this subject because there's some really cool stuff I came up with visually because that's, you know, I'm a creative professional as well. So I'm able to develop that creative cool stuff so you can see something but I want to try to explain it here um, a little bit because again there, there's a lot of there's a lot to talk about with anxiety and depression and I just want to share some thoughts right now with any of you that may be dealing with this type of stuff and you know first off it's sort of uh, uh, it sort of ties into let's 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 look at the Buddhist philosophy or the Zen way, which is um, you know the fact of suffering. There's suffering in life. There there is suffering, and there's a path that leads to the suffering. And then there's the cessation of suffering, the third noble truth. And the fourth is you know the way to sort of uh, move away from that might be the eightfold path, right? So that that sort of ties into this because there are those eight things that you can do to help alleviate some of your suffering aka which let's let's, let's just work with this label let's put a, a tag a sticker called depression right now on you there are a number of ways so i'm going to encourage you to look up um i have a lot of well not a lot right now but it's a few podcasts on the eightfold path but there's certainly a lot of information out there about the noble eightfold path that the Buddha talked about quite a bit and that definitely has helped me and a lot of other people I know quite a bit with that with depression specifically anxiety as well they kind of sort of work hand in hand by the way um, they, they definitely do there are moments where you're you're depressed but because you're depressed you're anxious and so forth and so on but let's let's focus on depression right now for a second and anyway I wanted to share the thought I had where Let's start with your birth, and you you were created. God creates you, okay, just as you are. So imagine that for a second. You're you're created. There's no doubt because you're here. You're here listening to this, so you're you're definitely here. You were created, and you were created with certain uh, characteristics that make you unique, that unique to everybody else. And while we all share similarities as human beings, we are definitely unique. So you're created with these unique abilities and talents and, and different things and also personality traits. And there are some people who are, for example, genetically 
and cellular on a cellular level um, a little more susceptible to depressive type of mind states than others. There, there are some people that we know that are just jovial all the time and they're happy all the time and bouncing around like Tigger from Disney. And that's great. That's fine. That's that's how they're built. And there are others that are just really always sad. They're always depressed. They're always worried and anxious and so forth and so on. There, you might be prone to more of that. So there's good and bad news. Actually, I think there's good news all around. But the the perceived bad news might be that if you are predisposed to being depressive uh, rather easily, you may. You may misinterpret that as bad news because uh, that's how I am. But the good news is that that's not completely true. Because the second you're aware, mindfully aware of that mind state or that situation, that depressiveness inside of you or whatever, um, you can start working with it. You can start to see it more clearly than somebody who might not even know they have it. You know, you're aware of it. So you know, okay, I have this. What are, the, what are some of the things I can do to help alleviate that or help eliminate that? And there are a number of things that can definitely bring the level down. Let's say 100 is like real top level. You can bring that down easily. Like, could you imagine to a 99 or 98? Yes, of course you can. Simple things. But you, you can get it even lower. You can get it down into the 10s, maybe even 1s if you, if you want to. But, um, and it may take a little more work. But, but think of it this way. Let's say you're highly depressive and you're just, you just feel like you're miserable, right? It's not true, but you feel that way. And I get it. I get it. You feel that way and it's, it's a horrible, despicable feeling, right? It's a shallow, dark, hollow. I feel like I'm always sleepy. I can't. I feel like I'm not here. I feel lofty, um, disconnected. I'm not myself. There's something wrong with me. Um, why, why can't this suffering end? All of that kind of stuff. I, I, I do get that. I understand that. But if that's all outside and I want to try to help people understand and help you get through that fog because beneath the fog is the real you and that's the whole point of this here is that so I, I started drawing this uh, I was talking to my wife earlier and I had a napkin and I drew on a picture on a napkin and I drew in fact you could even do this if you want you draw a little picture just write the word self with a little star marks around it okay on, a, on one napkin and that's who you are. That's how you were born. Now, over the years, you may develop symptoms, if you will, that may be, uh, you might attach to them as being negative. So, for example, trouble sleeping, trouble concentrating, uh, odd aches and pains, uh, not interested in things. You know, all of the things that marketing does on commercials for the multi trillion, not billion, but trillion dollar industry for selling medication, all of those things that may you may sense that you don't really feel good about, okay? So you start to develop these things. So, so get another piece of paper and write all of these negative things on there that you may feel, okay? And so I was, I was illustrating this point by doing that. So now you have this layer building up over that. And now on the on top of that layer, draw another piece of paper and let's make a draw a picture of a tag, like a like a sticker or a label that you'd find in a store. And write on that that tag, that label, depression. Okay? And that tag, that label is something that we've developed over the years is saying, hey, I'm depressed, or 
you're depressed, right? It's a label. It's a it's a tag. It's yet one of many tags that you know. I'm black. I'm white. I'm Chinese. I'm Indian. I'm I'm depressed. I'm I'm angry. I'm a socialist. I'm a leftist. I mean, you you pick it. There's so many labels. Underneath all that, remember layer one. Layer layer one is the true self. God created self. How you were created is, is first, first and foremost. That's the bottom layer. That is that is what we want to get to here. The middle layer with all these symptoms, it's, the, these symptoms, the middle layer can be quite diverse because, for example, uh, my sense of sleepiness sometimes is actually um, allergy related. You know, so what happens is during, during certain times of the year, my my sinuses pick up on pollens and dusts and different things that creates inflammation in my sinus cavity, and that's right behind my eyes, and it makes my head feel groggy and sleepy. And um, you know, years ago, I went to an allergist, and it turns out that I'm allergic to pretty much everything in my yard. So, so that that can give you the illusion of being tired that you want to sleep. And if you tell a doctor, uh, some doctors, you say, hey, doc, you know, this is what's going on. They, they may very well say, misdiagnose you and say, hey, you're depressed. You know, we take this medicine. Not all doctors, but, but many of them do. And I know because it's happened to me. You know, they didn't do the test on the allergy test and find out that I'm highly allergic. They didn't talk to me about doing the spiritual work and the, you know, Christian work and the Buddhist work and everything else that I've worked on myself. That's a personal quest. Doctors, doctors do what doctors do, and uh, and doctors are great. I love doctors. I, I have friends that are doctors, family that's doctors, and I've been to doctors. And doctors are great, but they're not. I think people misunderstand that as being somebody that's supposed to fix you, fix everything. Like they got to fix you 100%. And so we go to them with our problems, and and they try their best to help us. So I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. But let's get back to these layers, these 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 layers of discomfort. And, uh, you know, so, so the top layer, though, on top of all that, this depression label, I, I drew, when I drew it, I drew these little devil horns because to me it's like sort of a, a label, a devilish label, like an evil devilish label that, that we slap on ourselves or others slap on us to, to make us feel like that's what we have. Dun, 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 depression, ah, you know. So I drew these devil horns on it just to symbolize that, right? And then um, underneath that, I drew some pills because a lot of times doctors, the pharmaceuticals will develop these products that'll basically make you feel a little better uh, uh, through pharmacology and change your biology through chemistry, which has helped and does help a lot of people. And especially if you're in a really bad place, do wonders. I've tried it years ago uh, with a doctor at the time. I don't see him anymore. Um, and it was a horrible, horrible experience for me. And I think like many of my friends and family that deal with this, they they say the same thing, which is that they, they, they like it. It helps them, but then they have to up the dose. And then they have to up the dose and they have to up the dose. And I know many, many, in fact, most of my friends and family have all been on it and they all got off of it and it was very hard to get off of. But once they got off of it, they were in a much better place. That just seems to me my personal experience with that because 
here's the deal. If, if you're taking a medicine or you're taking anything to make you feel better, it's going to be temporary. You're not getting at the root of the problem. It's surface stuff. You need to really do the work. You need to get down inside and do the, do the spiritual work, the personal work um, to try to help. And why that's important, because we are a biological machine. We're a, we're a miracle of God. It's incredible what we are, really. If you look at it from a cellular level, from a scientific level and a spiritual level, it's amazing what we are. And there are so many aspects to our physical well-being and our mental well-being. And, you know, certainly things like diet, and exercise and sleep and our thoughts affect us. There's, there's plenty and plenty of evidence and science behind that. And there are a lot of things you can do, you know, and I know it sounds simple, but, you know, just thinking happy thoughts, thinking of a giggling baby or watching videos of giggling babies will make you feel better. Listening to happy, bubbly music will make you feel better. Going for a nice walk with gratitude in your heart and taking some nice deep breaths will make you feel better drinking water all week instead of juices and sodas and things will make you feel better eating more greens and salads and, and, and those types of things will make you feel much better than eating pizza every night so there are a number of things we can do to make ourselves feel better so that's what's going to affect this middle sheet i'll call it with all of these negative symptoms there are thing many 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 things we can do to keep us on the quote-unquote path, on the right path. Um, let's call it the Eightfold Path because well, the Eightfold Path really comes, comes down to a very, very fundamental yet broad uh, covering of, of things that, that make sense. They just make sense. It's common sense. It's very, very much common sense. And again, you're choosing a path of, of wanting to be free, of wanting to be a little looser, a little more relaxed. And, and that's, that's what that's all about there. So back to this label page, the top label of depression, where you know, you've got the pill and you've got the label. And, and what I did was you peel back the layer and you look at the second layer with the symptoms. And then you peel back that layer and you realize there's the self, the deeper self. And that's where we want to get back to. We want to get back to our deeper self. Well, some people say, well, uh, yeah, well, that's crap, man. My, my self is depressed. That is not true. That is absolutely positively not true. Your quote unquote label of depression is something that's, that you've built up over years. You've never, you know, we learn the word and we associate this to our, to our personas and there are going to be people that disagree with this wholeheartedly, but, but you can't really can't deny the fact that you are not your label um, you are not happy you are not sad you are not angry you are not depressed you're not any of those things because those things change are you depressed all the time 100% of the time without lying about it no you're not there are times where you're actually happy in fact I, I remember creating this list of over um, I think it was close to a hundred different emotions that we feel on a regular basis on any given day a hundred you know, in our moods and our, our attitudes and our, our mind states change constantly. And that's the other thing in, in the Four Noble Truths and the, the Eightfold Path is that the, uh, the law of impermanence, you know, nothing is permanent. Everything lives, everything dies, everything's up, everything's down. It's, it's a constant yin-yang thing. That's why I call it the Zen thing, because it's always constantly changing, constantly. And we're constantly changing. 
we are. We're constantly changing. We're constantly in a state of change. And, and that's also important to remember. So looking at these symptoms, you have to uh, take, take stake in all of these symptoms. Let's just take any one of the symptoms that may be bothering you. So let's just say, for example, I don't feel like I'm into anything. Well, let's, let's examine that. that. Is that something that can be changed by effort? You bet there is. You bet it is. You know, I mean, like I've said before, with energy, sometimes you have the energy that's already there. Otherwise, there are times where you have to create the energy, proactively create the energy. You know, do some jumping jacks, do some sit-ups, do some push-ups. Um, just bounce on your toes a little bit. Just take a nice brisk walk. Just take some deep breaths. Get the energy flowing. Get the energy moving. There's absolute positive truth behind that. So you can, just as you can create the energy you can create a different mind state. So let's just say, I don't feel like, uh, I don't know, let's just say weeding the garden. I don't feel like weeding the garden. But I can make myself feel, uh, weed the garden. I can get my butt out of my chair. I can put on some headphones and listen to a really fun podcast or a talk or a video or music or something or nothing at all. I can just literally lift myself up by my own bootstraps and drag myself to the garden and just enjoy, be mindful and enjoy picking the weeds and putting them in a bucket. Just do it. Once you get going, you realize that you made yourself do that. It doesn't mean you have to love doing it like, oh, I just love, love weeding gardens. Some people are. Some people are jovial about everything like that. And that's good for them. But for others, it takes a little bit of effort. And that goes with the same with the house chores. So I tell my kids, you know, wait till you're, you know, when you have your own house and stuff, it's going to be very challenging sometimes to do a lot of these chores, a lot of these repair projects and different things, because sometimes you just don't have the, you don't feel like you have the time, but really it comes down to the, the will, the willingness to want to go ahead and do that. You can create the willingness. You can create the good mood. You can create the energy. You can make a change deep inside of yourself just softly gently it's called intention making the decision to intend to feel better i've made the deter the determination um uh, the intention deep down inside of your soul you have this thing called intention so you start there i intend to feel better i intend to do some work here and i'm going to start now this might not be easy then again it may be very easy and it may come very quickly but you, you have the intention and you've made the decision to be very determined to make a change in your life dealing with this old label. I'm going to make it old, this old label of depression. I'm going to put that as an old label from this moment forward because all you have is now is make the determination now to feel a little bit better. Give yourself permission. There may be situational depression. You know, my mother died uh, last summer and it was very difficult, very challenging. That's a situation that can be very challenging. But hit it head on, face it, sit with it, nourish it, embrace it, be okay with it. But don't dwell on it and don't let it tear you apart. Don't let it drag you into a different direction. It's okay to be sad sometimes. It's okay to be happy sometimes. It's okay to be mad sometimes. But we always have 
the ability to control our thoughts and the ability to control our intention. Very powerful, very, very powerful. Intention and thoughts are just amazing how powerful they are. You know, one thought can, can make you hate people and one thought can make you love people, including yourself. One thought can make you hate yourself and one thought can make you love yourself. I can look at myself and say, I, I'm, I'm too this, I'm too skinny, I'm too fat, I'm too ugly, I'm too this and that. Horrible, horrible uh, thoughts. Or I could say, you know, thank God I am what I am. And, you know, I'm just so blessed to be breathing and to just be alive. And I'm going to relax and I'm going to share myself with the world, my true self with the world, no matter what. It's okay what I look like. It's okay. It's totally okay, and I, I'm just gonna let that go and trust God and trust in nature to just bubble through me and allow me to, the, to be the best me that I can be. So think about your intentions, your thoughts, and think about the three layers. The true self, which is who you are really deep down without any of the other crap outside of it. Think about the second layer, problematic layer, you're starting to build up these negative traits that may cause some problems and ex experience those, examine those, be a scientist and examine them carefully and try to figure out what might be attributing to, to some of those things and some of the things that you can do to move away with them. If at the very least saying, this is how it is, I'm tired today. Okay. I'm just, I'm just tired today. I can still move. I can still function, right? I may be grouchy today, but I still have the capability of, of choosing to say kind things, even though I may feel a little grouchy. You always have that determination. So I just want to let you know that you have more power than you think you do. In fact, it's Superman-like power, because with that creative imagination and your mindset and your thinking, you can do anything, absolutely anything with a thought. So you start there with a thought. Start a little sketchbook, a little journal, a piece of paper, write down some of the things that trouble you. And I want you to write down things on each of those on ways that you can affect that, that may help alleviate, eliminate some of that suffering, which are again, back to the noble eightfold path, you know, with right intention and right mindfulness and the others, it, it, you just, you can focus on all these things. So start with that. Start being your own scientist and do your own investigating and and see how it changes your life. It may not come immediately, although it might, but there's no doubt if you commit to it, just make a decision to, to do that and start investigating this, changing your mindset. Little by little, you're going to start to feel a little better each day, each night. And I'm, you know, I'm telling you the truth. It's it definitely works. And it's definitely something that's going to bring you closer to the, to the best relationship you'll ever have with anybody in your entire life, which is really you, yourself. The real you is the best relationship you will ever have. And the best conversation you will ever have is with the real self as God created you because you are absolutely positively special the way you are. Stripping away all those layers, you are absolutely perfect the way you are. So please, please, please explore that and it'll help you enjoy your life to its fullest.